We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now, Chuck and Winkler. Live from the Bryant and Stratton College Athletic Studio. Listen up, people. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Chuck and Winkler, we are served up by Perkins Restaurant and Bakeries. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Chuck Freeman. Uh, Just a few tweets here. You guys are tired of hearing us talk about Drake with some of the callers. That's fine. So we'll move on and talk about Drake with Matt Velasquez, who joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Hello, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey, guys. Hey, Matt. Um, good to be back in the good old United States here. Uh, hey, Matt, uh, we're, we've been talking about adjustments, Bart and I, throughout the, um, you know, maybe the last couple of days of what the Bucks should be do differently. When Bud makes adjustments, I, we talked about the criticism they took with Atlanta. Is that a criticism of Bud where he doesn't make uh, necessary adjustments in postseason play? Uh, I think that's been something that in the past has, has followed him. Um, you know, in Atlanta, there were some things that he he didn't do and didn't change. Um, he's really you know invested in in the system and the scheme that he has, uh, and believes that you know over the course of a seven game series that that's that's going to to bear out. Um, and I think that we saw in this in the Celtics series that he was willing to make adjustments. They lost game one. They were having issues with the defense, and they went to more switching. And they didn't exclusively switch, but they brought in a lot more switching than they had done. Uh, throughout the season, they made that adjustment. They won game two. They rolled through the rest of the series. Um, so obviously now they're going to have to um, you know, figure out some things uh, and see what they can do uh, against the Raptors to turn this thing around starting in game five. I look at their bench as like a bunch of different weapons. And, you know, DJ Wilson could come in and do this, and Tony Snell could come in and do this, and Sterling Brown can do this, and we're seeing what Miritich can do and, and what Connaughton can do. Would you maybe try to look at using some of those other weapons? Because I, I I would like to see. You can't have Miritich miss thirty seven of his last forty five three point shots, but if you're if you're a let it fly, if that's your thing, and that's your system, and you're you're stubborn with it, then I guess you just expect the other side to come around. But I would like to see Bud maybe tinker a little bit with the guys that he does use. Would you do that? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think when when you have a guy like Nikola Mirotic, he's not going to shoot that poorly forever, and, and you just kind of expect or hope that next game will be the game. Um, and so it's not like he's taking a ton of bad shots. I mean, I think out of the 28, he's taken um, a, a pretty decent number of them. I, have, I think 10 have been wide open, um, and he's only made two of those. So you know, you, you expect that if, if he gets those looks more often than not, he's going to make them. Um, and so I don't know if, if DJ Wilson or um, you know somebody else necessarily gives you a better shot. I, I don't know that Miritich's defense has been that bad outside of Game 4, when I don't think it was very good. Um, but I, I can't really name too many people who were very good in Game 4. Um, so I, I think you kind of, you know, dance with, the, dance with the girl you came with. 
Well, see, that's what I said earlier in the show, and I was Bart and I have been arguing this last couple of days. See, I just, I, I just can't, you know. Oh, it's not working. Oh, they need to try something. They lost the last two games. You know, they, if you're going to do an impression of me, do an impression of me. Well, I'm not. I can't. I'm a horrible <laughs> impersonations. I'm paraphrasing. I'm you not do an impression of me. I, I, can't. I got one of you. Well, I just can't. I'm, uh, I'm just I'm talking to this guy. And he, Thinks he knows everything about basketball. He doesn't know that I've been a, I've been a professional. I've won a state championship with Eau Claire Regis. Uh, you guys all say I want a state adding a state championship to me. That just uh, adds the. the so we're gonna do a Bart. Do a Bart. I can't. Uh, right. But so I, but the point is though, Velasquez, that uh, you know I just I, I agree with you, man. I just I, I think certain guys of this team just got to play better too. I mean, it's as simple as that, isn't it? Winning your matchups. Yeah, I, I think that's really what it comes down to is that. You know, they need to um, really perform better on defense, uh, definitely compared to game to game four. Game three, I think the defense generally was okay. Um, you know, when you when you go to double overtime and only give up 118 points, it's not like your defense was terrible. Um, but game four, it was awful, and, and they just really weren't bringing it. Um, and then off on, on offense, I mean, they need to start making shots. Um, you know, I wrote about it for the Journal Sentinel today that out of the 164 threes they've taken – 95 have been wide open. They're shooting 30% on those, which, you know, that's that's something you wouldn't expect from this team. I think they shot about 37% uh, for the season on wide open threes. Um, and, and, you know, that's something that you would expect would change over time, that maybe getting back home at Pfizer Forum where guys are more comfortable, role players tend to play better uh, in home games, that you can get a little bit more of that, and that in turn will start to open up the paint and give guys like Giannis and, and Bledsoe and George Hill a little bit more room to work inside. So um, I, I think being able to continue to manufacture uh, really good looks, you know, at least in the Bucks' estimation, uh, should be the thing that, that helps them the most. Matt Velasquez, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. You, you're not required to use Drake as any part of this answer, but I do want to ask about the the home court advantage. And it's good. I mean, that's what you play the regular season for. So the Bucks do have it in this now best of three series to see who can win two first. And it did look like whether it was Giannis at the free throw line with the rabid crowd on him every time he was there, or whether it was interactions with certain, you know, guys on the sideline that thought they were assistant coaches. It, it did seem like the Bucks maybe might have been more rattled than I've seen them at any point this season. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think part of that too, uh, especially in game four, just had to do with how poorly they were playing. I mean, I, they just were flat uh, for a lot of the game, and it's really kind of inexplicable. Um, no, nobody in the locker room had a good answer for me. Um, but it's just, you know, a game where the, the Raptors really took the wind out of their sails and uh, just brought it at, at a much higher level. And when you're playing that poorly, uh, and it's, you know, you can feel it and you know it, that, that things are going sideways like that, and then the crowd is on you, and... You know, international recording artists are on you, and you know it, it's just everything is is kind of wearing you down, and, and you can see it um, in that third quarter. I mean, Chris Middleton got visibly frustrated, which doesn't usually happen. He usually holds it together pretty well. Um, guys were were not in in their best spot, and so I think coming back home will be a, a positive thing for them. All right, and you know, Giannis, this is on Giannis tonight. This is where superstars. I said this before. Game four, superstars got to take a team on their back, and super th- superstars thrive in games like this. This is where you make your bones, and uh, I think Giannis has got to realize that. I just, uh, you know, you saw the same scene I I saw the other night um, 
uh, Tuesday night, as we did after Sunday night's game, him in the locker room, just you know that, that that blank stare after a game with all his media people standing in front of him, that was a little eerie, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean that. I mean that's kind of how he is. Um, whenever they lose, you know he. And the interesting thing is he didn't go to the podium. He hasn't gone to the podium after a Bucks loss um, all postseason. Uh, he didn't do it last postseason either. Uh, and maybe maybe their first loss in Boston, but. Pretty much every every loss, he, he doesn't go to the podium. Um, that's that seems like his own personal choice. Uh, and then he he kind of stews in the locker room, keeps his feet on ice, you know, maybe maybe slightly longer than usual. Um, you know, just kind of has that thousand yard stare. Um, you know, he, you know, that's that's kind of his process after a loss and the way that he kind of comes down from it. Um, you, you know, it hurts him. You, you can see it just in his body language that you know losing. Just kind of gnaws at him and and bothers him a lot, um, and so you know I would expect that that he will bounce back today. Um, I think that he had a, a pretty good game uh, in Game Four. He got off to a really good start and then slowed down after that. Um, but you know he's going to need to find ways to get to the basket to to draw those double teams to find his teammates, and they're going to need to pick him up by you know you know converting those assists. Yesterday, Giannis and Eric Bledsoe both named first team all defense in the NBA. I mean, that is an incredible honor to not just have one, but two. Uh, Giannis, we figured there, Bledsoe's a nice uh, surprise, but certainly deserved. Uh, offensively, though, he has not been good. He's been the playoff Bledsoe we saw last year. And now as a long-term piece of this franchise, I know some people uh, are worried about that a little bit. Uh, what does he need to do to turn it around? Or is he just not a playoff guy? Well, I think, you know, so I, I had a vote in that, and I, I did vote for both of those guys' first team. Uh, I thought that they definitely deserved it in terms of uh, all-defense recognition uh, for what they've done all year. And maybe maybe that uh, that selection will give Eric Bledsoe a little bit more pep in his step, a little bit more confidence. Because I think right now um, that's what the issue is, is that he's he looks kind of shook out there. Um, he, he's not comfortable uh, when, it terms to taking, when it comes to taking open shots. Uh, he hasn't been shooting it well. Um, the, the, the paint is really clogged up. And so when he's driving in there, he's not always in control. He's, he's trying to do stuff. Um, you know, give him credit for that. He, he is trying to make things happen. Um, but he's just not doing it in the same confident, strong, uh, composed manner that he did the regular season. I think there was, you know, a a ton of points in the regular season where he was, you know, one of their best players. I remember at the all-star break, there were fans who were upset that uh, Chris Middleton made the all-star team instead of him. I mean, this was this was this season, <laughs> and so um, you know he he really stepped up in a lot of fourth quarters, taking the pressure off Giannis by being able to to drive and affect the defense and uh, find guys uh, on the outside. I mean, he he's been doing it all season. The problem is that right now, with all the the length that the Raptors have, he's not finding anything on the inside. They're sagging off him really hard. They're daring him to shoot, um, and and he's been getting a lot of time. I think he's gotten he shot 14 wide open threes and made one, um, which during the season he he was like 33% on those. Um, so it, figuring out how to regain that confidence could be the difference between the Bucks winning this series and not winning this this series. Well, Giannis has got to shoot better from the free throw line. We the, the series can't be decided among other things. Giannis missing shot after shot from the free throw line and just taking the wind out of the Bucks sails. Yeah, I mean, especially having those air balls that he they did when you have an air ball like that on the road, mm-hmm. um, it's a killer. They're they're gonna get on you, yeah. and you know he's shooting sixty three percent from the line this series. Uh, he's 
been pretty consistently, at least the past game. Um, missing the first one, making the second, just never really getting into a rhythm. And obviously, like he's taking a lot, of, a pretty big physical beating. You know, I think that doesn't, that shouldn't be overlooked. I mean, he's not just going to the line on ticky tack fouls. He's going to the line. He's getting fouled hard. He's going down to the ground, and um, it, it takes a lot to, uh, you know, to be able to compose yourself and make those. Uh, the positive thing for him is that he's been better on free throws at home. He went nine of twelve in each of the first two games at Pfizer Forum against the Raptors, uh, and then he went 8 of 17 on the road. So getting back home, uh, again, should be a positive uh, positive experience for him. That's all we got for you, Matt, unless there's anything else you'd like to say about Drake to get off your chest. I, sh- I just wanted to say that you, you, the, you the best. That, that's all I can say to you guys. <laughs> I like it, man. That's a great note to head us into Game 5. Does the winner of Game 5 uh, win the series? Uh, I think so. Yeah, Matt, you're the best I've ever had. Oh, you're my everything. You're all I ever wanted, Bart. We're doing Drake lyrics. Okay, because yeah. you're losing me. <laughs> <laughs> you're losing me. <laughs> all right, Matt. We will talk to you. Well, we'll talk tonight. I'll be on the post-game show. We'll talk tonight. Oh, it's going to be thrilling. I know. <laughs> Matt Velasquez is joining us on the Great Midwest Bank hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further. Call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank providing simply local Common sense lending to your community since 1935. Check out Matt's work. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.